Peace, peace, peace. Coming up this week, Brittany Griner is being detained in Russia. Ryan Coogler arrested in Atlanta. A special message to Kanye West. It seems like Westbrook is finally getting tired of all the criticism, and we give a special salute to LeBron for hitting another major career milestone. We'll get into all that and more, so please stop what you're doing. You are now tuned in to The Large Picture. Let's go! Thank you, thank you, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of The Large Picture with Javon Berry. Please give yourself a round of applause. But I'm just trying to give you The Large Picture. Here at The Large Picture, as always, uh, we just want to tell you we appreciate all the support, all the love, everything that we've been seeing over the past couple weeks, man. Uh, Numbers going up, man. We're trending in the right direction, and that's all because of the support that we have been receiving lately. So please continue to subscribe when you see us on YouTube. Like, follow us on Facebook. See us on IG. Follow us there, too. Uh, and listen to us anywhere where your podcasts are found. It's real, real dope, the support we've been getting over the last couple of weeks, man. People from all over. We'll touch on that a bit shortly, but uh, I just wanted to just give a shout-out to the folks that's been Really coming through, really supporting. We we really been uh really been appreciative uh of the feedback, the comments. You know, some of y'all telling me it was fire, some of y'all telling me well, would you would you think we can do better? We appreciate it all. So uh thank you for all of that. And uh yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna uh dive in dive in this week. Um something that's been on my chest that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. And I think I just I don't know, found the perfect avenue to discuss it this week. So before we before we jump in, excuse me, before we jump into uh some of the topics that we got for the week, I just wanted to say uh say one thing that leads to a bigger thing. I think it's always I always think it's dope when someone is launching a business, right? Or doing something with their platform, uh expressing themselves, you know, being creative. Uh, building their brand, whether they're giving resources. I got homies who are chefs, homies who sell clothes. My guy, my guy Shields, I got on 100 grand right now. Hey, holla, holla at Shields, big 100 grand. Um, I see a lot of dope entrepreneurs out there, right? And I was just reading an article on uh, NPR recently where it says black ownership levels, black businesses, uh, black businesses are up 30% since pre-pandemic levels. That's fire, man. Get that around applause. That is absolutely fire. So that tells me, that tells me in spite of a pandemic, in spite of one of the worst crises of our lifetime, we've been out here getting it. Black folks have been out here getting it, launching businesses, uh, growing their brands, launching resources, starting podcasts. You know, it's it's dope to see. I love the energy I'm seeing. I, 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 love, I love all the... The activity, all the togetherness that I'm seeing, only got one criticism, and I, I promise we ain't gonna draw this out. But it's just something that's been on my mind. My only criticism 
And it's not for everybody. This is only for a select few. I hate the... What, what's the right way to say this? I hate the entitlement that comes along with social media and people launching their businesses sometimes, right? I've seen people get visibly upset about people not sharing their content, people not giving them a like. And I'm here to tell you that shit don't matter. Your social media following is not obligated to share your work. Take it from someone who has who 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 is launching his second podcast. First one with my brothers, this one by myself. This shit this shit, this shit is not easy. I'm building it from the ground up. And I got a certain amount of social media followers, but do I expect every single person who follows me on social media to share this podcast? No. I would hope in the perfect world that would be awesome. Would be phenomenal. I know everybody on my friend list is not going to share it, but that's okay because my audience, the audience that I'm trying to target, the audience that I'm trying to grow is vastly greater than my small social media circle. Vastly greater, man. This, 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 I, I want to get this message out to as many people as possible, right? Using myself as an example. I want to get this out to as many people as possible. Almost 8 billion people in the world. How many people I can get this? Do you think I'm tripping over a few thousand people on social media? Nah, I can't. I can't. I know, first off, it would be hypocritical hypocritical of me to do so. And I say that because, you know, my friends invite me to pages and, and groups and uh, to, to, to share their products all the time. And, you know, sometimes I do, especially if I really rock with it. That's the key. If I really rock with it, if they have found some way to get my attention, to advertise to me, to make me feel like, man, I really want to talk about this product. I really want to share this. I really want to let people know about this. I'm sharing it. But I'm I'm not sharing everything that I come across. And it's, and it's not for a spiteful reason. It's just, I don't know. It probably just didn't cross my mind. Maybe it's not marketed for me. I follow pages that aren't marketed for me. I, just, I, 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 I got... I got Female friends who sell women's clothing and women's jewelry. I still like the page. I still support. Hell, I even share. But that's personally me. I don't expect anybody to be like, you know, I don't expect any of my friends to just be like, oh, you you didn't share the podcast this week. I, you know, that's some hating ass shit, man. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all share Joe Button podcast every week. Why you ain't share my podcast? Yeah, Joe might have, you know, uh, you, you might relate to Joe's podcast right now. Right now, you 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 might think he has a better product. You might be used to that product. I'm just trying to build my brand. I'm trying to get to that point where I get them shares every week. Right? I'm trying to talk about the topics that uh, draw people in. I got to find good marketing ways to to penetrate uh, a bigger audience. I know that, so I'm not expecting everybody I went to high school with, everybody in my family. To share my podcast. It would be lovely if you see it, please. Share it. Like it, comment, share. I, I, I say it every week. But nobody's obligated to. And I'm not I'm not feeling away if you don't. You see it, you like it, share it, please. Help me grow. Don't cost you nothing. But you know, it's it's whatever. If you're not feeling the topics, if this is not for you, cool. Keep it moving. And I think that's the way that uh marketing is right society is if i if if uh if frito lay spends 
a million bucks on a Super Bowl co- commercial to hit 10 million people, they don't expect 10 million people to buy a bag of chips. You retain a certain audience, right? You expect a certain percentage. So I'm not expecting everybody to to share my business. And you shouldn't expect that if you are one of these people who are struggling with that concept. Because I, I don't think your moms get mad at everything. Sell a candle. You, you selling candles. You put your candle on the table. Boom, light the candle. Take a picture of the candle. Post on social media say support. And then you get mad when folks not sharing it. But what are you doing differently? I can get candles from Walmart. I can get candles from Bath and Body Works. What's, what's, what's different? What's unique? What's, what, what is it about your candles? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. So don't complain about folks not sharing your work. Don't complain about folks not sharing your content or promoting your business. Make your shit doper. Right? That's what we should be doing, right? We, we, we should find ways to make our products doper. I, I you said, like I said, I'm wearing my man's joint today on this episode. Shout out Shields, 100 Grand. You know, 100GrandForever.com. Go shop. He got a bunch of dope shit. I am actively promoting him on my podcast. Why? Because I like this shit and I think the shit is dope. But he's smart. He's not complaining about folks not buying this shit. I done seen a man do social media giveaways. Hey man, like this. We 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 giving away two hoodies at twelve o'clock or tune in, man. We 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 doing this or uh, partner up with a business to do a giveaway here. Or it's it's all kind of creative shit. I done, I done seen a man do discounts on holidays, raffles, all type of dope shit. He's finding creative ways to get this dope ass product out to the masses, and everybody should have that mindset. That's the mindset I take with this podcast. Like I said, my views, my views, <laughs> you know, is not exactly where I want them to be right now, but I'm just beginning. You feel me? It's, 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 it's hard work from the body. Shit, not easy. It's hard work. It's, 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 it's the grind. But once you get there, once you get to where you're looking to, you appreciate it all the more. So I just, I just want to give a, just a quick shout out to the folks who are out here Grinding, doing their thing, putting your head down, getting it done, keeping firing. And to anybody struggling with social media and you feeling that folks aren't supporting you the way that you want to or, or um, yeah, you're just not getting a response from your social media following, don't worry about it. The world is huge. The market you're pushing for is huge. It's bigger than Facebook. It's bigger than YouTube. It's bigger than Instagram. You just got to find creative ways to do it. I see it all the time, man. It be it do be a little annoying sometimes. Oh, you, well, I can't believe you shit Beyonce. You is you talking about Beyonce's birthday, but you won't even uh build build up my t shirt business, bro. You know, give give me give me something creative. Give me something dope. Appeal to me, cause that's another mistake, y'all too. Y'all y'all get on bashing folks who you want to support your business. The weirdest thing. The weirdest thing, oh, you want y'all motherfuckers broke. Y'all don't I, I done seen it all. Oh, I'm telling you. You can't bash somebody and think they're gonna come support your business. It don't work that way. Take a marketing class. Look, look up, look up some tips on advertising. Get creative. Do things that'll draw people in. That's how business works. That's how marketing works. That's how advertising works. You love to see it, right? So that's a quick point that I uh I really wanted to make, please uh, understand the social media 
following is not responsible for growing your brand. You are. If it's not working in the first few weeks, the first months, the first few months, you got to put your head down, keep firing, get it done. Figure it out. Because it can work. But you just got to be creative enough to, to appeal to that base. So that's a, that's a quick point that I, uh, that I wanted to make before we uh, jump into the topic. So jumping into the first topic, Brittany Griner is being detained in Russia right now, unfortunately. Uh, the former number one pick and NBA All-Star was arrested and detained in Russia on drug charges sometime in mid-February. We haven't even got, we're not even clear on the exact dates. Uh, it even took a few weeks for us to realize she was even over there. Uh, while specifics of the case are still unknown, it has been reported that the All-Star Center allegedly had, allegedly had vape cartridges filled with uh, cannabis oil. Now, Russia has real strict anti-drug uh, policies, so this poses a problem. But whether this is true or not, we, we don't know. It's a lot of circumstances, as you know, going on with Russia right now, right? So we don't know if this is true. Could be true, couldn't be true. But one thing that we know for certain, one thing that we know for sure is, if this is not handled correctly, if this is not handled delicately, things can get really scary for Brittany Griner really fast. We are already in a high tension point with Russia because of the invasion of Ukraine. We place sanctions on Russia. Uh, there, there are reports of American journalists getting killed over in Ukraine and Russia. It's, 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 this is not the situation, this is not the diplomatic situation that you will want to be in when negotiating a release of a, a, of a fellow citizen, right? This, this is not where you will want to be. Uh, you add to the fact that Brittany Garner is uh, a prominent athlete. Russia has been known to use uh, people as bargaining chips in these situations. Maybe they try to get a little leverage off the U.S. to try to build their interests. I'm not completely sure, but that's not in the table. That's I mean, that's not off the table. Brittany Garner is a prominent athlete, a black woman, black woman who's also a part of the LGBTQ community, and Russia has a major anti-LGBTQ stance in that country. We pray for Brittany Griner's safe passage home. We pray for her safety. Now, it's it's amazing that it's not getting discussed more. I only can imagine what her family, her wife, her, her friends are like. Nervous Rex praying that, praying that this gets sorted out. It's, it's 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 scary stuff, man. You never want to be, you never want to get arrested in a nationally period. You never want to get arrested, period. You definitely never want to get arrested internationally, and you definitely want to never get arrested internationally in the midst of a war in that country or going on with that country. Prayers up for Brittany Griner. I pray, pray, pray that she gets home safe. I pray that she gets gets a speedy release. And she can put this behind her. Uh, I know this leads to a deeper conversation about her being a prominent star in her respective league. 
but still having to go play overseas to make ends meet. That's a conversation for another day, but an important one. But it's a conversation for another day. So prayers to Brittany Griner. Uh, we see you. We hope you're safe. Uh, and like I said, we just, we're just praying for your safe passage. It's, we, we, we see this uh, see this far too often. Uh, another case of of someone being detained. A uh, prominent filmmaker, Ryan Coogler, was arrested at uh, Bank of America trying to uh, withdraw $12,000 from his checking account. Ryan Coogler, the uh, filmmaker behind Black Panther, Fruitville Station, the Creed series, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, just to name a few, right? He's, this man is one of our one of our treasures, one of our elites, one of our leaders, one, one, one of the people who, quote, unquote, push the culture forward in a way that we all respect. He's telling black stories on a mainstream level. You know, it's him, the Ava DuVernay's, people of that ilk. These are big time, big time people in our community, big time directors, directors, filmmakers, major budgets, classic films, right? Ryan Coogler was detained at Bank of America trying to withdraw money from his own account. Uh, it was a large sum of money. $12,000 and he shared a concern about drawing attention to himself for drawing that large amount of money so he writes on the back of the deposit slip I would like to withdraw $12,000 from my checking account please do not count please count the money somewhere else I'd like to be discreet now for some reason you know, Ryan Coogler gave his ID, put his debit card in the machine, entered his PIN number. But for some reason, the bank teller thought this was off. So we're going to play a couple things from this instance and uh, break down the video. The first video, here it is, is the bank teller calling 911 about the situation. We're going to listen and uh, break it down. Here we go. Customer passed me a note, and so I just told my manager I didn't feel comfortable. So he told me to call police while he, I guess, stalled for What is the, What is on the note, ma'am? Um, it just says, I want to withdraw $12,000. Um, just be discreet. Is this an actual customer, or are they trying to rob the bank? They had a debit card, and he inserted it. He gave me a California ID. But I was like, okay, um, I was like, how do you, I was like, how do you want the cash back? And he's like, just look at the note. And he had no weapons, correct? Not that I know of. He just has on black sunshade and a black, uh, um, a black hat. Is he a black male, white male? He's a black male. And every time I ask him, like, a question, he's like, look at the note. So, okay. But he inserted his debit card, and then I asked for his ID. He handed me his ID as a California ID. But I didn't look at his name because I'm just, like, so sugar. Like, I don't know what he's trying to do. 
So I just told him, give me one moment. You know, I have to get my managers. Okay, so none of his information was even verified. Okay. He might just want to be discreet, but I have police around. Yeah, I mean, he might. It's just being weird. So there's a couple things wrong. (laughs) There's a million things wrong with this situation, but there's there's a couple things wrong. Uh, going here the first was the bank uh, the 911 dispatcher even had to ask herself right is this a real person or is someone trying to rob a bank (sighs) the bank teller didn't give the exact wording of the note she made it seem like he demanded $12,000 but he gave you his ID, he gave his pen. But I think the thing that kind of, that kind of like you know rubbed me the wrong way was the nine one one dispatcher even even said like, okay, well you didn't verify who this person is, you didn't verify identification. We have to send police because you called their only way. But this guy could just be wanting to be discreet, and it seems like that benefit of the doubt went completely out the window. So, in uh, another instance of this video, we'll see Ryan Coogler trying to make the withdrawal and getting detained, arrested and detained by uh, the Atlanta police. And we'll break down how they handled this one as well. Let's go. All I need you to understand. Have you ever okay. considered speaking to them before you make a transaction like that? Have you ever had something like this happen? Have I ever been arrested? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Wait, what? Listen to what he's saying. Have listen. you ever... No, I am listening. Okay. Have you ever considered speaking to them about what it is you're trying to do prior to doing... Uh-huh. So, so can I explain something to you, bro? Yeah. I went to CVS out here uh, that he got a vaccine. I came outside and smelled like a smoke in the, in, the, in, the, in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? I was getting a vaccine. Yeah. I'm not trying to fuck around out here, bro. Like, I'm not saying out loud... How much money I'm taking them? That's, That's why I'm, I'm writing down. I'm not no, talking about I'm, speaking to somebody like that. I'm saying, no, no, I, hey, can I speak to a manager in an office somewhere? Have you ever considered I, 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 doing I'm something? A, like I'm gonna consider it now that y'all okay. fucking drew guns on yeah. me. I was trying to take money out, but up to the, up to this point, at every bank of America I ever gone to in my entire fucking life just never happened. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, so y- y'all explaining y'all perspective, right? Yeah. Y'all the ones with guns and vests. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's, what's my perspective? What's my perspective? At the bank, she never said it was a fucking problem, bro. Yeah. Like, I, like I, 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 I said, hey, is that going to be okay with you? She said, yeah. I put my own car in. Put my own pin in. She asked to see my ID. I gave it to her. Yeah. And she goes in the back, and I'm waiting for the... For, for the and then the people keep coming out. Hey, they taking care of you. They taking care of you. Everything's yeah. okay. You know, they, they, you know mm-hmm. she's taking a little while. 
Next thing I, I hear fucking Glocks. Yeah. I hear Glocks getting hear pulled out. That's what I hear. You're a Glock. I hear Glocks getting pulled out from unholstered. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, sir, can I talk to you for a minute? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, you, so you, you see my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so many layers to this, man. But the the first thing that I want to highlight is the officer. It's, it's two officers, if you can't see the video. The first officer who's wearing the body cam gets around attention. He says, hey, man, come in for a second. The second officer immediately discharges his firearm. Immediately. You hear the Glock being removed from the holster. It's just a quick click, and Ryan Coogler instantly goes to hands behind my back. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to de-escalate. Because if I don't, I can lose my life in this situation. And that is where the dangerousness comes from in this situation. It baffles me because even, I don't know who that was when, when he was walking out, the bank teller or the manager, they said, good job. They told the police officer, good job. No. What do you mean, good job? You arresting a man who's trying to pull money out of his bank account. I don't understand, one, why this wasn't verified first. Before we contact police, if I'm giving you my ID, I'm giving you my debit card, I'm putting my PIN in, I'm telling you I'm withdrawing this amount from my checking account. Right? This is what I'm telling you. Could you at least verify somehow? Hey, man, all right, just, I just need you to pull your mask down quickly. That's what all the stores over here do it. When you're going somewhere, hey, pull your mask down. Can I see your face? Boom, bang, back up. That's it, real quick. That's easy. How many people <laughs> run around here impersonating Ryan Coogler? And that's another thing. Was this, was, you know, was, was this flat out somebody trying to rob a bank or did you think it was, it was fraud? Easily fixed with identifying. That's one. Two, when you called the police, shouldn't have been specified like, hey, this guy may not be trying to rob this bank. We, If anything, you know, we just want to do some verification. Y'all done pulled the gun out. Didn't really announce who you were. Pulled the gun out. Put the man in handcuffs. You had the bank manager, whoever, saying good job. What are we doing? What are we really doing? The shit is 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 nuts to me, man. And the situation, if if Ryan Coogler was offended, like you see a lot of these other people, a lot of these white folks get offended when the police make a, an egregious mistakes like this. You know, they start telling you about their rights and all that. And you know, as an American, sure, you got it because you're you know, when you're born in this country, you are promised. Rights, or so they say. You're promised a certain set of rights. They came in here like, hands up, this man is a criminal. Didn't verify. Pulled, drug him out in handcuffs. Pulled a Glock on him, drug him out in handcuffs. Then when you realize you made the mistake, then you start, uh, start hey, well, did you ever think to do, what, what are you I do? I do this all the time. And then I tell you my reasoning for writing a note. I just came out of CVS. I seen somebody shot. I don't, I, I'm not from Atlanta. Ryan Cooler from Oakland. That's why you hear the 911 call. She's like, oh, he gave a California ID, but I don't know. I'm so shook up. I didn't even look at the name. Didn't look at the name. 
that's your job or get your manager. Now, I don't know what happens in banks. I don't know if that bank has been robbed before. I've Ever since I heard the situation, I've been trying to give the benefit of the doubt, especially because, you know, the, the bank teller is a black woman. But, you know, it's... It's not so much about, you know, racism plays a factor, but just this systemic this systemic way that we fear black people in this country is ingrained in us. Even some of us who are black, clearly. I, I, I don't even know what can be done about it, man, but it's it's a shame. She she was on the nine one one call saying I I didn't even look at the name. The hell you asked me for my ID for? Look at the name. This is my PIN number. I'm telling you what's in my account. Ask for verification. Something. You couldn't do that. Called the police in a situation that could have turned. Like I said, if if he, imagine if he would have got offended. That man could have lost his life right there in that bank. That's how quick it can happen. That's how fast it can happen. I hate seeing situations like that, man. It's just, it's 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 mind boggling to me. Just like I said, can, can, let's put it this way: who who who's a a great white fit? Imagine Quentin Tarantino going to a bank, pulling money out of his account. D D D D. And 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 getting detained by the police, right? Can you imagine the outrage that that, that we would hear about? That's Quentin Tarantino. He wrote Pulp Fiction. This is Ryan Coogler. He wrote Fruitville Station, Black Panther, Judas and the Black Messiah. You know what I mean? This is this 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 is one of our more prominent. Black figures. He means something in this community. So to be treated with that level of disrespect, to be to be what felt like degraded, really speaks a lot. I don't know if any apologies were getting given in the clips that I seen. The, the officers were like, "Oh man, well maybe you should have. Maybe you should have. No man, tell your man not to pull his fucking gun out on me. I'm trying to be discreet. I'm not telling him to bring." Uh, stacks of cash out here for the world to see Please do the count somewhere else Give it to me discreetly And I can go about my business It's bizarre It really is And I, We just see these instances all the time man. And I'm not sure what can be done about it But something has to change Like I said in 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 a, in a nanosecond That man could have lost his life if he reacted the wrong way, if he if he was in a bad mood, if he was pissed off that that person drew that gun for no reason, because he knew he was in the right. Thank God he he decided to defuse and then make him look stupid later. He got all the badges, information, and all that. But Jesus Christ, man, you pulled your gun out on me. I have no weapons. I have nothing. Announce who you are. Tell me you want to come talk to me. Don't don't instantly draw your 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 your, your pistol. That's triggering, man. And like I said, the man just said he was coming out the CVS getting the vaccine. You seen somebody shot? 
she ain't nothing to play with. Folks getting robbed, celebrities getting robbed. Of course you would want to be discreet. Of course you would want to, you know, play the background. Don't bring attention to yourself. That's not Ryan Coogler. He's not trying to draw no attention to himself. You know what I mean? He's he, he just trying to get his money, do his business. Low-key, always been low-key, as far as I can tell. So it's just, it's just the same when you see someone so prominent doing such great things for this culture and this community, treated as such. Bank of America has apologized. I think Ryan Coogler has accepted the apology. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the situation wasn't a lot worse. Because, like I said, Ryan Coogler don't nothing. He, he played behind the scenes. He, he's not an attention seeker, an attention grabber, like a Kanye West. Y'all been seeing Kanye lately? <sighs> man. Hey, man, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, I low-key be praying for Kanye because the man has released some of the most incredible bodies of music that I've ever listened to in my life. Those first five albums, college dropout, late registration, uh, graduation, 808s of heartbreak, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That's that's a five for five for me. Somebody growing up in Chicago, seeing somebody from Chicago do something so great. It's amazing to me. Phenomenal. Went back and finished the genius docket. <laughs> it answered some questions for me. It let, let me know Kanye has always been Kanye. But the one thing that I wish about Kanye West is I wish he had somebody in his corner giving him right direction. I wish it, it, it seems like he has a lot of yes man in his corner right now. And I, I really hate to see it. My man is spazzing all over Instagram, all over IG. Created a video decapitating and, and, and burying Pete Davidson. Bro, That 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 is like so far below who who you are and your iconic status, bro. Kanye, like, if, if I can talk to you directly, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Those those five albums I just named, those are classic, timeless joints. You have made some incredible bodies of music for yourself and others. Folks like your shoes, folks like your clothes, your style, being innovative, I don't, I don't, I don't get what's going on right now. Well, I'll take that back. I kind of understand. I think Kanye, not even think Kanye has admitted publicly, publicly in songs, in interviews, and even in that documentary in some instances, to having mental health issues. Um, you have seen outbursts. Kanye, remember when he was on stage on tour and he called out Jay-Z talking about Jay-Z don't, don't send the goons to kill me. You know, folks laughed at that shit. That shit not funny. Nice spaz and he's cutting Pete Davidson's head off. He's, he's, he's telling D.L. Hughley I can afford to hurt you. What, what, what are we doing, man? Like, what, like what, this, this is so far below who you are. You're supposed to be up here, man. This This is... This is not even supposed to be on your radar. I understand losing your family, want to be with your kids, all that. 
that's that's I don't I don't know how you get your family back the way that you act now. I, I just I just hate to see it, man. I hate I hate to see one of our greats legacy being tarnished with foolishness. Cause Kanye is 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 bigger than a lot of this bullshit that's going on. Why am I reading you and t- uh, Pete Davidson's text messages back and forth? Why are you getting on camera telling us about the the issue with, with your ex-wife, your baby mother, about your kids? Why are we hearing about that? It's it's For someone to be so great, and this is probably, I don't know, I, like I said, this is probably the duality of Kanye West. It just seems... To be all over the place at times, and I and I, I and I wonder if he just uses whatever outlet to propel his message at the time. So, you know, before Kanye made his major shift or whatever, when he when he was when he was wilding out, remember when he when he when he went on TMZ and said slavery was a choice. When he met with Donald Trump and you know put on that red hat and you know told Donald Trump he. His father wasn't around, and he he reminded him him of of his father. He talked about his energy and how he supported him, and and all that stuff. You know, Kanye, it's 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 just like he's just all over the place, right? So, if you, if you just talk musically, that that song he released before he made the big switch, he he did the joint with Lil Pump, right? You're such a fucking hoe, I love it. Remember that song with the silly ass video. I'm a sick fuck, I like a quiff, that, that shit, right? And then instantly, are we all about Jesus? It's all God music now. No cursing. Sunday service every week. This is all about God. All my, my albums is going to be about God and Jesus, right? But now you're cutting off Pete Davidson's head? What, 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 are, we, what are we talking about? You on you on tracks, you know, God save me from the crash so I can beat Pete Davidson ass. What are we what are we doing? You you telling people that you can afford you told DL Hewley that you can afford to get him hurt? You ain't tell no no grown man with a family that, did you? On the internet? Yeah, was you a drill rapper? What is that? What, what what the fuck is going on? You you stupid? I don't know if if Kanye is in the middle of a, a manic episode and the world is just laughing at him or what, man, but he seriously needs help. The shit, the shit is just just very bizarre and it's and it's just weird how someone so great is being manipulated, right? It's like Kanye just spews Republican talking points. Oh, well, Pete Davis, Hillary Clinton is a real person putting people in jail. What the fuck do Hillary Clinton got to do with it? Ain't got shit to do with you. Nothing. But he'll tell you about Hillary Clinton. He'll tell you about Obama. He'll tell you about the left. You see, he keeps saying the leftists. The leftists don't want the fathers. The leftists. No, bro, you mean used. They feeding you these talking points. I don't know if they paying you. I don't know if you really feel like they, they would give you a legitimate shot to run for president, but they're using you, bro. How can you use one of our greatest artists like this? Where's his team around him to say, hey, bro, this is not a good look? When the reports came out that GOP candidates were helping Kanye West's campaign. 
some with ties to Donald Trump. What does that tell you, bro? You're not helping. There's no time that you're helping someone else running against you if you're in the same party. You're not doing that. Because they know nobody with common sense on the GOP side is voting for fucking Kanye West. They're not. The only people who would entertain voting from Kanye West are the same people who would detract votes from the Democratic Party. That's all they're trying to do. That's all they're trying to do, but they're using Kanye. Seriously. I mean, if we can just be straight up right now. Do you think Donald Trump actually gives two fucks about Kanye West? Think about it. He's not listening to none of his music. He's not buying none of his clothes. They're not moving in none of the same circles. Donald Trump give a fuck about no damn Kanye West. But if he can help him with the black vote, if he can help him take votes away from Joe Biden, he all right with me. I just, I just don't like someone so great being used that way, being taken advantage of, being preyed upon. That shit hurts to see. It really does, man. It, re- it really hurts to see one of, one of our greats go out in this fashion that he's going out. I don't want to hear about your your baby mama drama. I don't want to hear about you not being able to pick up the kids when you want to. You settle that with her out of the public because it's not helping you. You're not beating Kim Kardashian in in in, in public opinion. A woman got like 300 million Instagram followers. Think about that, 300 million damn near Instagram followers. Come on, man. Don't play the media game with them people, man. I understand you know you you you're really good at playing the media game too. Don't play that shit with them people. It's hurting your legacy. Cause now I'm starting to look at the guy who made those first five classic joints. I'm starting to look at you a little funny, man. I was already looking at like I said, I was looking at you funny for slavery was a choice. I was looking at you funny for trying to get rid of black history month. It's just weird shit, bro. Rosa Parks comments, it's just just strange. Uh, I'm sorry, Harriet Tubman comments. Strange. Strange. Why are you attacking blackness? That's that's another conversation. Kanye, please, please, I beg of you, bro. Just just please accept the help. He was on the genius doc talking about he didn't want to take the medication. Made him gain weight. Hey, I understand that, man. Maybe they can find something else that works better for you. All kind of medication. Maybe maybe some some real therapy can help you. Because it's it's obvious that you, regardless of whatever billions of dollars, and you letting everybody know the billions upon billions that you have, it's obviously that you still are insecure. You're still that insecure guy, trying to get into a Rockefeller office, trying to get trying to rap in front of people. You're still insecure. You still don't feel cool. And deep down inside, you're probably mad that your woman is with Pete Davidson. Because you feel like you're up here and Pete Davidson is down here in the, the natural celebrity order of things. Hey, man, hey, listen, man, I ain't seen plenty of people break up and the next person get with somebody that you don't respect. It happens. But you, you, you Kanye West, like, it's sometimes the, the irony is for, for, for Kanye to be as arrogant as he is, I be feeling like he forget who he is sometimes. Bro, you don't have to do this. Your legacy is solidified in hip-hop, in fashion, in culture. You do not have to do these annex that you're doing now. I don't understand the end game. I don't understand the end result. 
like I said, if if you if, if Kanye is really going through a manic episode, if this is something with his bipolar disorder, I pray that he gets help. I pray that he takes his medication, and I pray that he starts stops making rash decisions, like publicly threatening another man and his family, alluding to you knowing where they live at, saying I can afford to get you hurt. People die behind that shit, bro. I don't. I don't know if folks are really talking about that, but you, some folks don't take threats lightly. Well, hope say I can't take no threats. I got a set of twins. Hey, man, you don't threaten a man and his family. So tough. Let the GD in the door, Kanye. I don't know what's going on, bro. But that gotta, that gotta change. I hate seeing our legends go out like this. I hate it. That's why I feel the same way about Russell Westbrook right now, man. I love Russ. Russ probably, nobody in league history probably play, plays harder than Russ, right? And yet and still, we're seeing him have arguably the worst season of his career right now. It's sad to see, man. It, it it really is sad to see. But we're gonna touch on we're gonna touch on two different issues in there. First and foremost, first thing I want to say is motherfucking clowns who are sending draft threats to this man's wife, to his family. It's special place in hell for y'all, man. This is a basketball game. We critique basketball on the court. All that extra shit, death threats to people's family. Racial slurs at games. All that shit. Special place in hell for y'all. I hope ain't none of y'all gonna say the shit to the man's face. None of you. But sometimes I do be hoping he catch one of y'all. Threaten my kids, threaten my wife. I hope he catch one of y'all one day. Outside, no cameras around, so he can show you what it is for real. Because some of y'all need to learn. So, to the assholes who are Sending death threats to this man's family, you gonna get yours. Calm, calm, funny like that. But that's separate for what we about to discuss with Westbrook. <sighs> man, yo, it's this is not the situation. This this LA situation is just not the situation for him. It's bad. I knew it was gonna be bad. When the first, when the tra- I am a super Laker fan. When the trade get announced, I did not have good feelings about it. I did not. I hated that uh, Rondo wasn't getting the tick with AD because that's who AD needs. I was concerned about floor spacing. In previous episodes, we talked about all the deals that they had on Ted. Could have could have traded for Buddy Hill, save yourself some cap space. Got you a uh, cap Caruso. Got you another wing defender to help out Bron. You would have had some shooting. The space the fourth for blind Brian and AD. Could have got DeMar DeRozan. You see the tail that he's on right now. Could have had Monty Williams. Could have had Ty Lewis as a coach. But we know we're not. That's neither here nor there right now. Lakers made a lot of mistakes. Probably none bigger than trading for Russell Westbrook, though. It's, it's just not a good fit. And he's tired of the criticism from the media. Probably probably spearheaded by Skip Bayless. He got the whole Westbrook moniker going. 
West Brick moniker going. A lot of people talking about this game, missing shots. He's getting upset. He went he went to a thing. He said his family doesn't want to come to the games. Now, I don't know if that's because of the threats or because he's getting booed. Because he said home games, and the only difference, because Westbrook has probably been booed his whole career in opposing buildings, right? We heard about the shit in Utah, even though some of that shit was foul. But you, you see this shit in other buildings all the time. He's booed in Golden State. He's booed in wherever else he goes. The difference now is he's getting booed by his hometown fans. The people that you're supposed to be playing for. It got to hurt. This is an L.A. kid, right? It got to hurt getting these boos. But the fact of the matter is, he's just playing poorly. He's an aging superstar who relies on athleticism and didn't add anything else to his game. No footwork, no post moves, back to the basket. No jumper. Everything is just hustle, 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 hustle. I'm going to get this rebound. You know, I'm going to outwork. I'm going to be fast in the mud. I'm, I'm just going to rely on this supreme athleticism. That only takes you so far. That only takes you so far. So when Westbrook is hearing the Westbrook, Westbrook nicknames, I don't, I don't, I don't feel... Sympathy for him on that. He he was saying he didn't want his kids to see it, his family to see it. He didn't want people to play with, with his name and his, and his legacy. But they was leading that charge against KD and OKC, right, that, that whole cupcake thing. Y'all remember that when KD left? Oh, KD was a snake. Right? He's the, you heard what Stephen A. said. That's the weakest move our superstar could ever make. And all that, right? Everybody on that calling KD snakes, cupcakes. They had... Everybody in the arena for his first game back had the cupcake signs, right? Soft, you soft, you a cupcake. Golden State blew their ass out. Steph and Draymond and them put on cupcake t-shirts. They rallied around him, right? But KD had to deal with that for years. He's just not getting over that going to Brooklyn. But he had to deal with that for years. Oh, you're a bandwagon. When, when are we a wing? You, you, you suck your left, Westbrook, blah, blah, blah. He went, we went through that for years. Brian, when he went to Miami, burned up his jersey. It's, it's ridiculous, the, the amount of people that hate LeBron James. Now. But that, that's just, that just lets you know that this, this happens in sports. And is it a little toxic? Yes. Is it out of bounds? Ah, no death threats. Nothing racial. You should be allowed to boo or call players trash who's performing like trash. That's, that's part of the game to me. If you're playing like trash, folks will tell you. Now, you could have something else going on. Whatever. It's, it's, it's not to get personal. But Westbrook, he's, he, he, for whatever reason, he's taking it personal. Don't take it personal. Because you, you have used the media to your advantage as well. You, like I said, led the charge on the cupcake stuff against KD. Pat Bev recently came out and said when Westbrook made them comments about him, um, Pat Bev just be tricking y'all. Y'all think he stay def- stick defense, all he do is run around. He said other teams took that shit seriously when he was looking for work. They believe him. He had to work his way out of that. You see what happened. AD hurt with Charles by Ah, street clothes. Everybody in his mama got 80 street clothes. Call Steph. Steph, Steph lost 3-1. Brian and them had tombstone cookies uh, 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 of them at, at, at their party. 
You remember? This shit, this shit is, everybody gets it, man. And I understand, like, it seems like a lot now because it's coming from your home team. I get it. That has to hurt. I couldn't imagine Lakers booing Kobe Bryant or the Cavs booing Bron. You know what I mean? Celtics booing Larry Bird. The Bulls booing Michael Jordan. They wouldn't have to because those players are played to, 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 to great levels, right? West just not performing. Former MVP who is probably going to be on his fifth team in five years. It's, it's nuts. But you, I, I feel like, like Kanye, Westbrook is another one who you, you can't really get through. He has his way of doing things. Just put my head down, and I'm just going to attack. Somebody might suggest, hey, man, just slow down, bro. You know, let the game come to you. You don't have to play at 150. You know, folks say they love it. Jordan say he loved it. A lot of folks love it. We all love it. We love to see somebody give their all. Oh, this is what we're paying our money for to watch it. Going to the games, you know, this is what I'm paying for my sports package for. I'm watching, I love to see players go 100%, but you got to be able to know when to turn it on and turn it off. I feel like Westbrook don't know how to turn it off. I remember debating on one of my guys when KD first left OKC, and he was just going triple-double crazy. I'm like, look, man, they, they're giving him the rebounds. Why is my point guard leading, you know, grabbing the it's like, Come on, man, go set up the offense. Let the big man do what he do. He's leading the league in assists, but like, it's like it's even a difference in that to the, to the trained eye, right? It's not like he's – or for the most part, wouldn't creating these, just these crafty assists. Now he's attacking the basket, getting there, no cool kick it out assist, or quick drop off assist, pick and roll, quick drop off assist. He's not threading the needle most of the time. He, it's 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 not like how Brian is, how Lamelo Ball is, Jason Kidd, White Chocolate, Jay Williams. Hey, we seen what you said about Kobe Bryant too. We, yeah, yeah, Jason Williams. We seen you, and we seen that that you retracted there. You watch your mouth speaking on the Mamba. <laughs> but that, but that's beside the point. Steve Nash, some of the most gifted passers, right? You don't look at Westbrook at a, of that ilk because he passes off energy. I'm so supremely athletically gifted. I'm going to attack this basket. I'm going to draw in, and I'm just going to kick it out, get the assist. I'm going to find the easy play. Boom, assist. But you got like Floyd Jenner, you got the Chris Pauls of the world. who Boom, 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 read. Thread the needle. Boom. You didn't even see that play coming. Brian probably gave you one or two of those every game. Didn't even see it coming. Shift the entire defense with moving the ball. Floor general shit. I've been saying for years, Westbrook should be a two. Why is he not playing a two? He should be a slasher. Why is he controlling every aspect of our offense? When he's making poor decisions, I can't. Like, my, my, my point guard shouldn't be leading the league in turnovers. That's not what I'm looking for. So I think a lot of that Westbrook, not even I think, I know a lot of that Westbrook criticism is valid. It's valid. So we'll see what his next stop is going to be. Hopefully it's somewhere we can redeem himself. His career ain't over. He still has a lot left in the tank. He has a lot of gifts. He just needs to be in an ideal situation, just like Giannis was in Milwaukee. I'm not the best shooter. Surround me with shooters. Give me defense. Spread the floor and let me attack the rim, and I'll make the pass. That's the situation he needs to be in. Surround me with shooters, spread the floor, 
let me attack the rim and make the pass. This is exactly what's going to happen with Ben Simmons when he goes in Brooklyn. When he finally is clear to play, it's exactly what's going to happen if Steve Nash knows what he's doing. You let Ben Simmons go downhill. You space out Katie, Kyrie, Seth Curry, Patty Mills. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking of that lineup. You just... All for you remember Dwight Howard was in Orlando when Stan Van Gundy put all them shooters around him and couldn't nobody do. He took him to the finals. Stopped by Kobe Bryant. All I'm saying, Black Mamba. But he took him to the finals. Cause there's nothing you can do if you're spreading the floor. You can't stop this guy down here. They can't stop Russ one on one down here. They can't stop Giannis one on one down here. They couldn't stop Dwight Howard. Spread the floor. It's a strategy as true as time. Give me as much space as possible. Let me go crazy and let me make the play. That's what Westbrook needs. That's not what he's getting in L.A. Who's spreading the floor? LeBron? A.D.? Who? Who's spreading the floor? Everybody banged up over there. Everybody old. And I love them cats. Lakers my squad. But just call a spade a spade. This was a bad move. But Westbrook is not above the criticism, especially when you have led the charge for the criticism in the past. Suck it up, baby. Come on, man. Keep it moving. Build your legacy. Build upon your legacy, man. You, you Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple Double. You took that from Oscar Robinson, right? Build upon that, man. Do, do something else incredible. Come back next season hungry. Stop telling people, oh, man, I don't care about me. I got my family. I don't need, yes, bro, you have a beautiful family. But we talking about in between these lines. We don't care about that, bro. No disrespect. We're talking about in between these lines. What, how are you performing in between these lines? That's what we want. That's exactly what we're looking for, and that's why I'm saluting Bron. Bron James, first member of the 30K points, 10K rebounds, 10K assist club. My bad, Bron. Hold on, Bron. That, that, ain't, that ain't no clap, Bron. That ain't no clap. That ain't no clap. That shit right there is fire. There's only one player in NBA history for 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Is that like a career triple double? <laughs> it's like, what, what, what is that? That is insane, bro. And he's still going. He's still going. I, I, I just, I don't understand the hate that, that Braun receives sometimes. I get it. Some people don't like his style of play. Some people, honestly, God, truth. Some people don't like how the accolades stack up next to Michael Jordan's. That, that's the real truth. If you want to have a real conversation about it, because the only people who get really, really mad about about Bron like that are people who really, really love Jordan. And we all know Jordan is a goat. And Jordan, you know, at least for right now, probably will never, you know, beat. Well, I ain't never gonna say never, but at least for right now, he's not dethroned. But the problem with the people who go out of their way. To hate on Brian is like they just diminish everything that he's accomplished. 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists? No, that's ridiculous. Nobody's ever done that. That's crazy. I thought Luka Doncic, the, 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 the world would be going nuts. It's LeBron James. And we should, like, you know, just, just, Feel fortunate to be able to win, like, like as as a, you know, maybe I view basketball a little different, and I understand like, you know, how the hate fuels 
ratings and helps with, you know, promoting the brand. Even if people are negative, they're still talking about you. They're still discussing you. They're still social media impressions and actions. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's goddamn, man. When are we going to appreciate something like that's just right here sitting in front of us? Am I calling LeBron James the greatest player of all time? No. No. That honor belongs to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But you're going to have a hard case not making him, not not to say he's not top five. You're going to have a hard case and not say that man is not top five when it's all said and done. Four titles, four finals MVPs, three titles on three different teams. Never been done. 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Host the All Star Games elections. Did I say regular season MVPs? I don't. I don't. Come on, man. Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Defensive first team, second team, third team. The man had done it all in his career. And won. That man is solidified. So, even though the Lakers are going through these struggles right now, which they are, unfortunately, they could have called me. I could have helped him make some decisions. I, I got some ideas for next season. Maybe I should call me. But even though they're going through their struggles right now, that's separate from what we are experiencing with this man. We're, we're, we're looking at greatness in front of our eyes. And as a pure basketball fan, like I said, maybe I just view it different because I just love watching the game. I try not to get caught up in all the media narratives because I know all this shit is a bunch of bullshit anyway. It's just people feeding it. But, like, it's like Skip Bayless, like, and, and Skip, as entertaining as Skip is, Skip is full of shit a lot of the times. And I think he knows he's full of shit, but being full of shit pays his bills. All the unwarranted hate for somebody who has scored 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists, it's nuts. The man is probably going to finish as the all-time leading scorer in league history. I never thought that was going to be passed. Especially when I thought Kobe was going to do it, especially once he got hurt. I'm like, nope, it ain't going to happen. Hey, Brian, creeping up. Mr. Doable, creeping up, going off. Prime to pass Carl Malone in the next few games. You coming for Kareem next year? All-time leading scorer in league history. Think about that for a second. That is phenomenal. Kareem has held that record for a long time. Not Michael Jordan. Not Kobe Bryant, not any other great scores in history has broken that record. And here comes along LeBron James. On pace to what it looks like for him to break. I just I just gotta salute that man, man. Overall greatness. Like I said, do I think LeBron is the greatest player of all time? No. But by the end of this career, you know what? You're gonna be able to make a case for it. You'll be able to make a case. You might come up short, you might inch a little bit ahead. But you are going to be able to make a case for that. And damn sure going to be able to make a case without a doubt for him being top five all time. And that says a lot. You feel me? This has been this week's episode of Large Picture, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate all the love, all the support. Please remember, like, share, follow, subscribe. Help us get out there, build the brand. Love you all. Catch you next time. Peace.